Hello everyone, welcome to Chat Shit, Get Fit, The Diets. This is a series where we tackle the numerous diets out there in the world, giving our personal thoughts, also bringing in that study-backed data as well. This week we chat very low-calorie diets, pretty controversial to say the least. Um, we cover, you know, essentially this is a medical prescription, not a quick fix, we, we look at that. We also look at the social media misinterpretation, and Tom finally gets to talk about Herbalife, so look forward to that. Anyway, let's get into it. Hello boys, how we doing? Welcome back. Good evening. Hello mate, how's it going? We alright guys? We are fantastic. We are fantastic. We are okay. Things are somewhat getting back to normal. Starbucks has opened back up. How's it been at the gym? It is going good. Lots of cleaning. Lots and lots of cleaning. I am scrubbing like a motherfucker. And the thing is, because I'm working like with um, some relatively new people as well, so we've got some veterans and we've got some like, when I say veterans, I mean like people who have been PTing before but we've got some new people as well and they don't know how to clean things like barbells so there I am with my stiff brush hands and knees give it the old housewife and Jesus Christ it's only been a fucking week and already like the barbells are fucked that's what happens when you use chalk how many calories you burn today Tom according to your, according to your watch bearing in mind I only do four hour shifts and I have no clients today because they're on tomorrow 25,000 steps that is 11 and a half miles Calories, 4,267. Naughty. Oh, thank God I'm not fasting. You know, I had a, um, someone messaged me uh, earlier in a week about, you know, you said last week about 5,000 calories burned on the gym yeah, floor. Yeah, did I say I was lying? Well, yeah, no, I'll when fucking you said knock it, them they, out. They who thought is it? you meant as in... Who is it? No, who the fuck <laughs> is it? I swear to God. They know who they are. They listen to the podcast. You know they know who they are. I fucking swear. No. I swear to God, if they're calling me a liar, they can meet me around the back of Nando's. We'll sort it out there. <laughs> <laughs> basically what they said was is they thought that that 5,000 calories you said you burnt was literally just from the gym floor like not not the whole daily oh, expenditure God, it was like basically just because they're saying oh how have you how's he burnt 5,000 calories just from working on the gym floor but obviously if you take into account that's your entire daily expenditure yeah not- so that was my to that was my t-d-e-e my total daily energy expenditure so that also includes things like my bmr walking walking to work walking home from work because I'm a mile down and I'm a mile away as well and I tend to walk with a whenever I'm walking like somewhere that isn't too far I tend to walk with like a a 10 kg backpack so things like that add up as well so you know it's all it's not just what I'm doing on the gym floor it's what all adds up throughout the day so yeah it is um it is a lot of calories burned but it's also just little things like when I'm when I am actually working it's not like I'm just mincing around sitting around on my phone I'm actually doing the fucking cleaning. I'm re-racking plates. I'm actually doing my. I'm actually doing my job. <laughs> yeah, Basically, yeah, which would be a good thing for you know because um you know especially in this current climate with COVID, it's it's important we do take the job seriously. Because fucking hell, if gyms close down a second time because people ain't being fucking sensible, then you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have a stroke. Well, they've already talked about this, haven't they? It's, oh, don't it's, say it, Andy. Fucking, no, places are starting to cream in already, aren't they? Don't jinx it. I hope so, mate. I wouldn't mind just to take the rest of the year off, to be honest now. I guess <laughs> just take another year off. You, you're already preemptively growing your beard. Yeah, you fucking know it. Yeah, he's getting ready. But no, on a serious note, lads, we know what everyone listens to the podcast for. Tom, have you got anything to say, mate? Or we have to, we're going to have to go back to Andy. Is he going to have to cover you up, cover oh, you again? fucking hell. Um, uh, I didn't... Oh, fucking hell, you've re-jumped... I've got a good one. 
Oh, again, Andy, mate. You get, Tom, he's putting you out of business. I'm going to have to kick you off the podcast, mate, if you keep slacking. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> God. you've got to look at this in your eyes. So let's start with you, Bill. Unless you come in contact with people, Bill, are they real? So you know, are they you've real? been told, yeah, you've been told there's 7 billion people on this earth, yeah? Or something along them lines. But how do you know? Probably have 6 billion after COVID. Yeah, probably over there. <laughs> I should <laughs> know about that. Oh. I've got to see the funny what? side. <laughs> How do I know? Just because you've been told. I've been showing pictures. I've been told, like, yeah. You've got to look at this, yeah? So, before I met you, was I real? <laughs> Mind blown. This is... Yeah. And so, if you look through your own eyes, you might be... this. You could look at it as the Truman Show of your life, but without people watching you afterwards. They might genuinely come into your life... Say, hey, Bill, how's it going? Yeah, let's work out. Yeah, cool. Ah, see you later. And then they might just bugger off to a room where it's just a big waiting room. And then there'll be tons of people waiting to come in and out of your life. You know what? I just recently rewatched that film and still to this day, it makes me paranoid as fuck. See? Makes me paranoid this as fuck. Is it's like Birmingham all over again, isn't it? It's a fo- this... this is a follow-up to the Birmingham conspiracy. You know? This... Birmingham's... this could be a thing. Birmingham's just like a massive dressing room. For the cost. <laughs> for, for Bill's people to come in your life. This is this is what you've got to look at it. I thought he was going for the whole Schrodinger's cat thing where it both is and isn't at the same time. Like, it's got like a... No. If a tree... Nothing, nothing is if real. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? I thought that's where he was going with it. No, because it's not real. It's not real. Right, lads. You know, you know what is real, don't you? Go on, what? Mate. Very low calorie diets. This... Blows my mind. Genuinely, I'm fucking scared. Let me tell you what it is, guys. Right, it's 800 calories or fewer a day. So I said 800 calories. Obviously, it's a low number. Usually comes in the form of shakes, uh, soups, bars, that kind of thing. So you know, things you'd expect to see on like a diet product. All right. The crucial thing is we're going to probably keep harping on about the entire episode. Is it's really important that. You know, th- these should only be followed under medical supervision. And this is why we talk about it because it's quite controversial. Is that, you know, the NHS, which is like the National Health Service in, uh, in the UK, is basically what they say is it should be only be followed for a maximum of 12 weeks and only used if a GP has told you. And that's important. So a lot, there's a lot of people out there doing these, you know, very low calorie diets, but under no medical supervision. And we're being told by the highest governing body of, you know, healthcare that only once a GP has told you to do it and only for a maximum of. 12 weeks so they're basically designed for people who are like severely obese people who are sort of like immediate health risk so it shouldn't be just like any you know joe bogs going down and smashing out an 800 calorie diet it's people who you know need it at immediate and even, risk and even at this i believe that this is like one of like the last resorts isn't it to basically starve yeah. Yeah, a person yeah that's basically what you're doing you're basically starving someone that's such a low number isn't it i mean it's one of those things where you, you hear the term very low calorie diet and you think, oh, okay, well, well, how low are we talking? And yeah, we kind of already established that to meet the criteria for very low calorie dieting, it has to be 800, well, less than 800 calories. And once you hear that number, you think, oh, Jesus Christ. So for, um, for reference, like we, we tend to recommend 2,500 calories for males and 2,000 calories for females. Uh, on a daily basis so when you consider 800 calories sometimes less it seems very dramatic and straight away you'd think what the actual fuck but it's really important that we clarify that it is a legitimate treatment 
Keyword being that it's a treatment and it's a clinical treatment, meaning that this is something that you do under supervision of medical professionals, not, not, not Debbie down the fucking road. Yes, precisely. There's a fair bit to unpack here. And it's one of those things where I could run and get it fucking done in 15 minutes, but I'm not. I want to play it out a bit. So yeah, carry on, gents. (laughs) God, so yeah, so why why we talk about it? So the reason I I stumbled across this a little while ago, so kind of this is social media misinterpretation. So I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and what came up was big headline, lose a stone in 21 days. And I was like, what the fuck? That sounds fucking mental, isn't it? And then Nick, Lo and behold, looked down, it was a link for a brand new TV show on uh, British TV, and it was basically for people to lose weight on. The problem was, though, is that it's very much on the extreme side of things. Even the host, for example, he was like recommending, you know, you can recommend an 800 calorie diet a day, and you can lose, you know, loads of weight in eight weeks. And if someone's looking at that, and they're a doctor, and they've seen a doctor, sorry, saying that, they're gonna, people are going to get excited when they read like headlines like that, and doctor says, eat this to lose this much weight. But without looking into it, that's going to catch your attention. And this is what we've got to look at with us, uh, us as a country and a nation and a fucking society that we live at. That you have to, you can only go as fast as your slowest cog, basically. And you're right, people are going to look at that and think, well, they're doing it, so am I. But let's look at this reality TV show, whatever the fuck's going on. They're going to have medical staff on hand 24 hours a day, seven days a week, watching these people like hawks. But the the impression they're given is this can be done by anyone, anytime, any place. What I was looking at is there are companies that are pushing this, but I can't see any medical sort of doctrine on their fucking websites or anything like that to say yeah. that. Well, that's a difference because the TV show actually obviously is hosted by a doctor. And even at the end of the episodes, they were having like in small print, basically, oh, this is for people with XYZ BMI. So basically people are like overweight or obese. It's not for... So they were making that clear. That's probably insurance purposes. They have to say that. Yeah. But with the headlines they put on social media and all the big tags you see, it was all like, yeah, losing loads of weight in this many days, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't like this is a medical treatment for people who are seriously, seriously obese. It was eat this many calories a day and you'll lose X, Y, Z in X, Y, Z time. You know, it was quite... Yeah, well, we all know that the media is a fucking, is a devil, is is just a devil itself. Yeah, poison. What they're trying to do is get these people on a rapid descent, all cream in, and then the media's got another, another fire that they can build there, can't they? Like, all oh, these people died from this diet. Let's get the dieters. Ah, you know? So it's very much, it's wherever the fucking... The worst poison is the media will fucking push it that way. <clears throat> Do we have any idea what the name of this TV show is, by any chance? Uh, just off the top of your head. If not, just stick in the show notes. But yeah, I'll bang in the show. It was on. It was on Channel Four in the, in yeah, the UK. Yeah, I'm just I'm just googling it and like I'm getting like stuff up on it, but it's just not telling me the bloody name of the actual TV show. But um, I mean, there's there's apparently there's been like series like this going back to 2018 from what i can see here so you know it's not the first time tv has done this isn't um america didn't like the biggest the biggest loser weren't they doing shit like this oh do you know God, that fucking do you know that, do you know that yeah. chick that there's like the worst pt in the world or something like yep, used to, like I know scream at her clients yeah. and stuff like that yeah they were getting smashed with like really hard pt weren't they, they yeah were, they were like, more like hard pt lots it? of like high impact stuff as well yeah. yeah, you know, like supposedly, like behind closed doors, she was like, "You're a fucking fat mess, you fucking piece of shit." <laughs> Basically, everything a PT should not be. Yeah, so sounds like an arm, army fucking schedule, that doesn't it? <laughs> oh god, yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. But yeah, I mean, um, it's it's one of those things where, like, um, 
it's my new buzzword now. It's one of those things. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where like with TV shows in particular, if you've got like an hour slot, not even that, because you've got to take into account the commercials. Let's say you've got a 50 minute TV program. All you're getting is a highlight reel at the end of the day. And when it comes to sustainable weight loss, and when it comes to like a very low calorie diet as well, you're not really seeing the ins and outs and the you know the the, the challenges that come with it. You know you are getting a highlight reel, a uh, highlight reel. Sorry, you know um, I just want to clarify as well in regards to the very low calorie diet. It's usually like calories in liquid form, from what I've read here. Um, they do tend to kind of like prioritize protein. So what, what basically you'd recommend for fat loss in general anyway? So they recommend. So I recommend they prescribe you high protein, so things that will you know help with satiety. Um, I think some of these like uh, liquid meals tend to be high in vitamins and micronutrients as well. Yeah, they need to be, don't they? That was an issue we were going to yeah. talk about, wasn't it? Saying that yeah. it's, it's very hard if you haven't got the right supervision, then you could be very easily de- uh, deficient in a lot of these vitamins and you know the essential minerals. I think that's stuff one, because... of, one of the reasons why it might be liquidized is because you can put you yeah, can concentrate. Easy vitamins into a liquid uh into a beverage but are the general public gonna know this when going onto this diet or are they just gonna turn around and be like all right i'm just well, gonna when not- i was doing a lot of research andy a lot of these a lot of these diets seem to come in like shake form and a lot of the ones that are mainstream on the, on the media they, they kind of do pump it all in there anyway to sort of cover them back yeah but that's pumping with the vitamins talking, and the and- you're talking on these diet type things but if you turn around and went okay you're uh, you i'm gonna go on this diet i'm not gonna go on these shakes but i'm just only gonna eat 800 calories I'm, yeah. do you know, this that's is what very you've got difficult. to look at that, again. Yeah, I get what you mean. That is, that'd be very difficult to do, I think, just in terms of like, that's not a lot of food, is it? <laughs> so some of these, some of these side effects, just looking at them is fucking scary. So like feeling hungry, yeah, feeling low on energy. I couldn't imagine running on fumes. I get hungry after about half hour of just walking. I couldn't, no, dry mouth, constipation, diarrhea, headaches, dizziness, cramps, hair thinning. Some of this is fucking scary it's probably wrong for me to assume this but i will assume it anyway and you know if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i'll also as i said i would assume that the people that are clinically prescribed very low calorie diets they're probably sedentary so i doubt there's lots of moving to go around so moving going on like in regards to their general activity but here's be the safe thing they're moving to be honest it wouldn't be safe would it in regards to so we've kind of like clarified that you know it is a real clinical thing under medical supervision, uh, I think the maximum is it goes up to 12 weeks, isn't it? 12 weeks, yeah, is what I said earlier, yeah, 12 weeks. On top of that, on top of that, I'm going to assume another thing here, so I'm not 100% sure, but I would assume that if it's done via the NHS or other medical professions, there's probably other things aside from the diet involved. And what I mean by that is there's counselling. So in regards to sustainable weight loss, that's going to be a key word here, sustainable, you're not just, it's not monkey see, monkey do. It's not, here's your here's your meal, replacement shakes, come back in, you know, the maximum 12 weeks or whatever, or whatever weight I need to get to in order to, whether it's to, you know, do a surgery or if it's to lose a significant amount of body fat. But it's one of those things where behind closed doors, what you might not see in the highlight reels is a lot of things like behavior change and stuff like that because in regards to and probably education as well it's what we've spoken about loads of times ain't it because here's the thing a lot of these people are probably misinformed or you know they have fear avoidance against certain foods because you know we've just recently had a fucking a a bloke on american tv saying fruit is the devil 
So, you know, a lot of this counselling is also providing education as well, I'd assume, in regards to, look, you can, this is a good sustainable diet to improve your health, you know, to actually feel satiety. Obviously, this is when they come off of the liquid calories because they are on liquid calories at the moment. But at least they've got a plan of action for once those 12 weeks are done. They do. They do get full up as well. They do get work yeah. afterwards. From what I read, the NHS will support you afterwards, and then like the- yeah, ongoing support after the diet as well. Yeah, yeah, just to make sure you don't go off the rails. You know, like I, yeah. my under- my understanding to this was the fact that this diet for people on their last legs, you know, like about to have surgery for fucking being like obese, or they were in a very very dangerous health place. So why the fuck would anyone think of doing this? If this if this is like a doctor's last resort and the amount of like shit that goes into this, it's not a case of like, I'm going to go on a diet, I'm going to see this company, they're going to give me shakes, and everything's going to be dandy. You're looking at this, it's like, if a GP thinks that it might benefit you, he's got to make sure that the diet that they pick has got to be like nutritionally complete. The diet follows 12 weeks um continuously or intermittently giving ongoing support throughout and after you know there's a fucking lot of process yeah and no it's doubt huge, it's, it's not very just, complicated isn't it and it's it's no way just going to be a gp because they're strapped anyway a gp and a patient no way there's going to be like the fucking health workers all these people that you're you're going to have to fucking visit and talk to because this is going to be an emotional roller coaster i'd this is probably one of the hardest things anyone will have to do ever. Oh, and I God, mean yeah. ever. Well, I've got a good little um, story here, basically. So me and we've spoke about shakes a lot, and that seems to be the main yes. form, especially the products online. So me me and Tom back in the day and we, we used to work in a work in retail <laughs> you know, many, many years ago. We had we had a colleague, obviously I'm not gonna name that said colleague, but people who used to work with us will probably will probably know who we talk about, but they they were large, you know, they weren't they weren't like savagely obese or anything, but they were you know quite overweight, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and you know what it's like? People want to lose weight fast. So they decided to go on these these shakes. And you, you, you took three shakes a day. It was slim it fast. To about yeah, slim fast. And it was about 600 calories a day, right? And I tell you what, about day two, wrapped their tits in at work. Yep. They literally were like, going to pass out. They had to go home early because <laughs> they're like, I've got no energy. I'm wrapping. And me and Tom looked at each other and went, well, you're having fucking 600 calories a day and you're working, on a, you're working on a shop floor and running up and down the fucking shop all day. Of course, you're going to be feeling faint. This was around a time where I I knew very little about nutrition. I, I had no knowledge of sports science. This was well before I was a PT. I was working in a warehouse, you know. But it's even then, I I knew that what she was doing was not a bloody good idea. And in fact, I believe it was all kind of warning her. Was we like, what are you doing? You're going to said it, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing: it was a very active job. If you remember, we yeah. had three flights of stairs. To get up and down yeah. every single day. You're constantly picking things up. You're back and forth, back and forth. You know, I said that keyword earlier, TDEE, Total Daily Energy Expenditure. And TDE, working at that place, was massive just because you was back and forth constantly. And, yeah, come 12 o'clock, she, she, that was it. She was she was gone. Gone. And she had to go home, did she? She actually got to a point where she couldn't carry out her job because it was... And that's the thing. A, a, a doctor would not recommend you to, to have that sort of diet if you're doing, if you're expending so much energy because you are at risk of you know, <laughs> passing out. 
Uh, and then she fucking left the rest of her slim fast in the fucking fridge to go mouldy for the rest of the year. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, fucking great. But that's the thing with these shakes. I mean, I mean, Tom, I know you found some interesting stuff before we went live. You messaged me earlier about it. So one of the big, big uh, companies yeah. that you know we we spoke about in the past. Go on, I'll let I'll let you. Uh, oh, tell us what you found. I'm just going to finish this um, cracker first. One second. Mm. That oh. needs to be edited oh. straight up. That, I'm not, I'm not oh, having that noise. That was dry. That's disgusting. <laughs> Oh. <coughs> that was really, really dry. Oh, God. Sounded it. Poor. Ruined my night, lads. Right. You need to wash it down for shake, mate. Go on. <laughs> a knocko. Nah, that's gone out the window, isn't it? Knocko. But no, um, here's the thing. Like, just quickly, before we go on to that particular subject, and I'm excited to get onto that, this is kind of linked into what we are about saying. That is, in regards to like, the clinical relevance of doing it for, you know, professionally via via you know clinicians etc it's it's unethical for anyone other than a medical professional or for medical reasons to be doing it you know and this kind of goes it reminds me a bit of one of our early episodes when we was talking about the skinny jab it was like yeah. the actual the actual chemical itself in skinny jab had clinical relevance you know it was used for people that needed to lose weight rapid for health reasons you know and that's the whole point of a very low-calorie diet as well. It's when someone has to lose weight very rapidly for health reasons. But then you get the fucking the scumbags that crawl out of the woodworks. They see a pound note in it. Well, I'm just on a website. I'll, I'll fucking show you guys this later on. But it literally says, yeah, it goes on saying that if you're overweight, you're obese, maintain discipline, changes lifestyle, that... However, it may be right for you if all of the following three statements apply to you. If you've already made healthy changes, so if you're like, you've made a change, good, you're changing your diet, that's good to go. You're still overweight, a, 25, a BMI 25 or over, or you, um, are you no longer losing weight? So they're basically toying with people and the wording to say like, if you've tried something and you're not working, give us a call. Yeah. And we'll put you on this fucking VLCD. And that's the thing as well, Andy, isn't it? Is that they're offering it to people that are at a BMI where it's not medically relevant for them. Yeah, it's not needed. Just a lot of hard work is no, yeah, needed. It's no longer about, you know, because this person is obese and they need to go onto this very low calorie diet. It's now become just aesthetics. Oh, I fancy. Have you just seen that? Uh... <laughs> I've just seen what you tagged me on fucking Instagram. <laughs> what is that, man? Fuck right. sake. Fucking, and this is who we're working with. It's crazy, isn't it? We're, yeah, we're, like, we're trying to be professional here, yeah, literally. And it's fucking... Oh, what have I'm, we done I'm, to you I'm using Snapchat filters on the live. Do you know When we eventually go to videos, people can see all this mad shit we do. Oh, like, people, people aren't going to be able to appreciate that there's me wearing a fucking... I don't know what. I look like, a, I look like I'm on crack. Uh, if anyone's <laughs> listening or will be listening on Monday, it will be in Tom's archives. I will repost yeah. on Monday and yeah, you'll Monday gladly see it. Yeah. We're, we're trying to have a serious conversation I'm, and I'm using Snapchat filters on the, you know, <laughs> bill. <laughs> Tom, what, what did you find? Well, here's the thing. We just mentioned how there is a clinical relevance, but there's certain scumbags that come out of the woodwork to take advantage of this. And I'm not going to dance down a subject. I'm going to come out straight and say it. And that is one of these scumbags is Herbal Life. Yeah, so, you know, it's taken me a couple of episodes to finally mention them by name. But what is quite common is the Herbal Life 21 Day Challenge. And the Herbal Life 21 Day Challenge, now here's the thing. I don't know if it's going to be the same for every single distributor that does it. 
But from what I've seen, it all seems to correlate to the exact same modus operandi, and that is, it's literally just Herbal Life shakes, free a day, no tea, no sweets, no coffee, just, oh, but you can drink water, you can drink water, water's fine, but literally just three liquid meals a day for 21 days. Now, these calories add up to under 800 calories. So that is a very low calorie diet. That is a very low calorie diet. Herbalife aren't medical fucking practitioners, are they? They're not medical medical practitioners. A lot of them, here's the thing, a lot of herbal lifers are fitness instructors or personal trainers. Now, here's the thing, I like to say failed fitness instructors, failed personal trainers, because that is what they are. I will tell you now straight, if you are a personal trainer or a fitness instructor, certified and qualified, and you've gone down the route of pushing herbal life, you are a failure, and you should fucking get a grip, and you should go and get another job, and that's the simple case of it. Because straight yeah, away, could, yeah, you are more. you are unethical, and you should not be working with people. And if you simply work for Herbal Life as a qualified professional, personal trainer, or fitness instructor, and you just simply don't understand what the problem is, then you're severely uneducated. And you can come to me, and I'll tell you exactly why, point by point why you're an unethical fuck or at least an uneducated fuck or both who knows so with herbalife you do not have to be trained like you don't have to be a pt you don't have to be fucking an exerciser in any way what i don't like so if this 21 day fucking herbalife ultra low is is out there you're you're giving tom tit down the road the opportunity to sell for herbalife make some extra money and he's pushing this fucking ultra-low calorie diet into people. He doesn't know anything anything about, like, the medical side of stuff, nutritional side of stuff, diet, like... And this is what pisses me off, because any single person that cooks can be a nutritionist, because it's not actually a thing. Like, <laughs> people go to fucking university for years to become dietitians. Yeah, so it's a... I, I, and I... I hold this nutrition quite like close to my heart. Yeah. I'm no good at it, so I don't preach it because of how what damage you can do to someone in such a quick yeah, quick space of time. You know. Well, look at this, so, Andy. We just said doctors are the ones who've got to rec- the GPs have got to actually prescribe this this diet. They've gone to they've gone to university. They you know they've trained to become a doctor. They've got they've got they've got it after the, their name is a doctor. They've earned that right to do it. And then you've got someone down the road, someone some fucking James dude. Going here, I take this twelve-week challenge. I'm gonna f- a twenty-one-day challenge. And I'm gonna fucking make sure you drop, uh, well, near enough dead. And then what happens if someone does croak it or fucking goes into like, I don't know, like fucking near enough dies at the doctors, and he just goes, oh well, uh, I just sell Herbalife. <sighs> There's two important factors to that as well. One we already mentioned earlier. Well, you mentioned it, Andy, and that is these are being pushed to people that are around a BMI of whatever. You know, you, you don't have to be medically classed as, sorry, classed as medically obese. Is that a thing, medically obese? You, you know what I mean, where yeah, basically yeah. you yeah, are yeah. classed as obese, in which case if you were to go to the hospital or the doctors, you, you might actually be clinically prescribed a very low-calorie diet. But here's the thing, you could just simply be a BMI, of, you might even be fucking underweight, and these people might still put it on you because it's money at the end of the day. Yeah, It's money, and it's pictures for their Instagram. 
you might just be a bigger person in life, you know, just a fucking general bigger person. Just slightly Still bigger, not obese, yeah. No, this is bit, the issue yeah. as well. What you've just said there, Tom, about Instagram is that I think the biggest issue with this this diet and whole is social media because yeah. people there's a lot of impressionable people on social media now and they're seeing these challenges and these diets. They look exciting. And I would like to touch on social media a little bit more, but I want to mention point two as well. So the second factor as well is... You've got to consider with these 21-day challenges, they're all on an ultra-low-calorie diet or very low-calorie diet. Ultra sounds more exciting, but they've also, they tend to have them performing exercise as well at their fit clubs, their nutrition clubs, whatever you want to call them, because they can't legally call them a gym. And that's so dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Oh, God, my God, yeah, it is. But going back to the social media point, and this is... With here's the thing, you will drop a significant amount of weight if you're eating less than 800 calories a day, and that is fantastic for social media. If you're a herbal lifer and you get 10 people to do the 21 day challenge and they drop a significant amount of weight, here's what happens you can quickly get a picture of them, of their results, post it to social media, and say, Look at the results I can get. But once you've got the picture, you can just fuck those people off. Their 21 days is over. They go straight back into the relapse. Mm-hmm. That's why. I mean? That's another reason why it's not sustainable, is it? Because let's think about it. If you're if you're depleting someone for that for, for them 21 days of like all that food afterwards, if you're not giving them any ongoing support. What are they going to do? Likelihood, they might rebound. You've not given them any education. Yeah. You've not told them how to be how to keep your lifestyle sustainable and keep and the weight off. They're going to go from 800 or less to back to 2,000. They're going to shovel it in. Oh, Jesus, yeah. More than 2,000, mate. They'll go rogue. They'll just fucking, they'll just start smashing it because they have not been told, they haven't been given that support structure that the NHS would give you. We haven't touched on with this as well is the damaging effects that it's going to have with people that have like weight loss issues. Oh my God, yeah. Let's look at like... How the fuck have we missed out on that? Yeah, God. Young women these days, you know, where image is... Well, that links to social media, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is what I mean. It's like women, especially like... Men are creeping up there, but women especially nowadays, the fact that if you do not look good, you know what I mean? You are fucking off the internet and we know internet is the way we live now, you know? So women have a hard job staying and looking. So getting... <laughs> you know the problem is, Andy, as well? It's the fact that even when we're saying, oh, it's not good to keep showing all these lovely models and saying us how she look, but when, when they start showing like plus size models on the internet, all the fat shamers come out. So yeah. It's like they can't win. They, if they show people who are too large, they say, now they're, they're a burden on the NHS, they're too fat. But then if they show the really skinny ones, they're showing like an un, unrealistic expectation for younger women. So it's kind of really hard to balance it out, I think. It's, social media is just damaging in, in either way, to be yes, honest. I, I think it's very yeah, difficult yeah. for it not what to be damaging. I, what, I do, what I don't like is the fact that not fat, fat shaming is bad, yeah. But what I don't like the fact is we, we like fat acceptance or something like that, saying it's yeah, it okay. pander to it. Yeah, we're, we're, like, we're now pandering to, <laughs> we're pandering to like super heavyweights and saying it's okay to be uh, an unhealthy overweight size, you know? Over, overweight's fine, you know what I mean? But when it gets the... Obese, yeah, but they're not showing obese models. They're like a little bit curvy, which is not really a massive health issue. But then you get the fat shamers coming out saying, "Oh, why are they showing that? They're showing, they're telling women it's okay to be fat." But then, but then when I'm showing you a picture of a model, you're saying it's bad for women to think they need to look. Well, this like is that. it. So, this is this is a great thing about social media and the internet is because you get to sit in your very very small safe box and literally say what the fuck you like to anywhere and everywhere, and not one person's going to turn around and punch you in the face. 
<laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> I'd be battered by now if that was the case. <laughs> but, you know. I would never be allowed to do this podcast. <laughs> I, I'd be getting jumped behind fucking Asda Bowler, Herbal Lifers, Boom Bodders. You would fucking, be fucked up. Yeah. The cleaning lady at my old gym. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, she hated me, yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, the thing is, stuff like this as well, like where we're trying to make very low calorie diets appeal to just the average person and almost make them look like glamorized to a point, you know, it's, it is promoting body dysmorphia, it is promoting eating disorders as well. And that is, it's a fucking huge problem. It is a massive problem. And the thing is, let's be honest here, it's not just people like Herbal Life. Um, you know, and other like kind of those kind of like meal replacement. Here's the thing: I don't mind liquid meal replacements. I don't, based on context. I don't like it when it's when it's promoted to the average Joe, and it's like that's all they're having. So I'm happy to have like a meal replacement in the morning, a protein shake, and just have like a actual solid food uh, later on in the evening. That's absolutely fine to me. But it's when people do it as like a low ultra calorie diet, and it's, you can't have anything. Butley shakes and you get those short-term results uh, what was it you usually say Andy it's like we're a culture of now I want it now yeah you know now is you see a headline that says lose stone in 21 days whatever you're going to get a fucking excitement aren't you in, in 21 days you can have it now you can have it now just in time for Herbal Life shitbag to get a lovely little picture for his collage you know but then you're just going to fall back into it. You're going to relapse. And here's the thing as well. like In regards to weight loss in general, especially sustainable weight loss, relapses are quite normal. In fact, it's to be expected. Yeah, cool. And, I mean, here's a thing I've I recently heard um, someone say recently, and I really like it. And he says, like, you know, failure is feedback, you know. And all you could do is you just learn from it. You don't dwell on it. You don't think of yourself as a failure. You say, okay, well, what happened there? And what can I do to change that or combat it in the future? But with Herbal Life and even people like Weight Watchers, etc., if you have a relapse, you 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 are you are made to feel like a fa- failure. You failed your twenty-one day challenge. Change your lifestyle is a, it's a journey. It's a yeah, very difficult thing to change. You is. have to put the work in. You have to over time. You can't. It's not a quick fix. You know, it's it's not a quick fix. At all. And that's what these 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 fucking twenty-one day challenges or these very low calorie diets. They're not they're not a journey. Two hundred meters from my door is a Herbal Life Nutrition Club. No. I would love to be a fly on the wall during one of their because they they have they have a uh, nutritional coaching sessions where they teach their distributors how about nutrition apparently. Well, we've actually got someone who's on the inside, haven't we, Tom? Well, mate, in our future know, episode, one of our specials. We've got, yes, we've got we guys on the inside, don't we? We have that'd be great. But you know what? I'm actually not going to name him yet. It's a surprise, but he's he's someone who listens to the podcast. And he knows who he is. How fucking saucy would it be if I set my GoPro up in a hidden baseball cap, <laughs> like a hole cut in the center for the camera to poke through? And I went and fucking undercover in one of these clubs for this you need episode. To do it. You need to do it. How funny then you can compare be? with the guy who's going to come on and tell us what it was like when he did it. You can compare what if, if it's anything same or if it's changed or. But I mean, that would be fucking. Yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to that episode actually because I've oh, be so, good, so many questions, such little. Anyone time. can call himself a nutritionist. Anyone. Yeah, it's, it's not a protected dangerous. term. Well, no, it's it's not a qualification. So don't, don't get me wrong, you can be a qualified nutritionist, but it's not a it's not a protected term. What I mean by that is there's there's repercussions if you use a certain title and you're not qualified for it. Dietitian. Mm. I've recently changed my, my Instagram handle to Coach Tom Reardon. And the, I was even funny about doing that because I was thinking... Yeah, you're a shit coach, aren't you? I was thinking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's, well, here's the thing. This is... It's because I've used a loophole. 
I've been really fucking cheeky here, but I've, I've used a loophole. So here's the thing. I am a, I am a certified personal trainer, so I could call myself a personal trainer. I don't even have a personal trainer as a fucking protected term, to be honest with you. I don't think it is. But, you know, you can't call yourself a doctor if you're not a doctor. Unless you're a rapper, you can call yourself a doctor. But, you know, if you're a dietitian, then you're a dietitian. But if you have to be certified to be calling yourself a dietitian, otherwise you can get in trouble for that. Yeah. But anyone can call themselves a nutritionist. You can be a qualified nutritionist, don't get me wrong, but I can go and call myself a nutritionist right now and no one's going to tell me off for it. With my name, Coach, I was worried about, Do you? Ha- is it a protected term? Like, Do you have to complete a strength and conditioning course to call yourself that? As of now, I'm a certified behavioural change coach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I get you. I get you. <laughs> so I have a coach, just not in the way people think. <laughs> well, to be fair, that goes back to that doctor thing, because people call yeah. themselves doctor, but they could be a doctor of fucking anything. A lot of you these people. A, they, you could be a shit cunt chiropractor and call yourself I a doctor. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, excuse me, guys. I'm a father of two. I'm, I'm a fucking life coach. Okay, I'm just down. <laughs> Live coach, because you're a father too. Do you know what? I don't think that's a protected term. I don't think coach is a protected term in high nah, No way, it can't be. Fucking yeah. a- anyone's a coach, and everyone's a coach, aren't they? I was Jesus an assistant God. coach football. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I was like, okay, let's fucking kick the ball, kids. Yay! If we go back on topic for a second, the thing is like groups like Herbal Life and all the other shit bags, they're, they're not the only culprits. You know, celebrities are part of this as well with their fad diets. Uh, we've had Beyonce with her, you know, her honey, water, black pepper, and, you know, she replaces meals with that, etc. Once again, you know, a lot of people look up to celebrities, particularly people like Beyonce, because, you know, people say, oh, she's empowering. But again, we've let's look at this. Let's look at this Beyonce thing. She has got fucking millions of pounds in the bank. I doubt she's doing her own cooking for her. I doubt she's... She's she's doing this alone. I I would wouldn't be surprised if she's got a small team that are helping her every step of the fucking way. Oh yeah, I'd assume she's never had to put oil in a pan. Yeah, but she she's turned around going, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. You guys need to go out and do it as well. But yet she's not turned around saying it's taking fucking twelve people to sort my diet out because I'm a performer and I pay them. The wonders of socioeconomics. Oh my fucking! God. I did it. <laughs> I did Again. it. It's going like a running theme, I, that. You're going to get it into every episode, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, but do you know why, Bill? Because everything is socioeconomics. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Well, we're going to have to do a series on it. You know? We're actually all going to have to do a series at some point, just literally we break are it down from each Eventually, because people are still like, what the fuck is socioeconomics? Yeah, so we Guess need to what? get into it, don't we? It's not just about economics. There's a clue in the title. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Before we get into, like... um, Are we not done? Like... There's a few, one more thing I want to talk about before we sort of close up with some of the I more medical stuff. I thought we were going to end on socioeconomics. I thought oh, we, we were there. It, um, we're, never, we're never finishing an episode on socioeconomics. But no, have you lads heard of the 5-2 five, the five to two diet? 5-2 diet? Uh, no, let me have a look at this. So this is basically what that doctor on that TV show was like. He was just what he's putting through. So it's basically, it's like related to our fasting episode. We did, um, well, we spoke about fasting last week. If you haven't heard that, that's, uh, that was our Myths episode three, where we spoke about exercise and empty stomach. We spoke about fasting a little bit there, but yeah. this, is a, this is a kind of a fasting diet. So you basically do five days normal calories. So for example, if you're a, if you're a woman, you'd have 2000 a day, or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and then for two non-consecutive days, that's really important, two non-consecutive days, you dropped twenty five percent, so you'd be down to six hundred calories a day, and basically, or five hundred if you're a female. Sorry, so that, that that's kind of the idea of it is that for two days you're on a severe calorie deficit, and for five on a normal, and that's apparently a way of making it 
easier and more sustainable over the 12-week period. What are your thoughts on that? So I know it by a different name. I know it as a calorie cycling. Okay. So yeah, so exactly the same as what you just said pretty much, but it's where you cycle your calories. So it'd be one of those things where, oh, I've had a heavy night the night before, you know, been out in the piss, uh, had a Papa John's. So I'm just going to have like a lower calories today. You know, stuff like that. Or you could plan it around your training days. So on your rest days, you know, like uh, people tend to, well, it depends how like how much frequency you train, but people tend to plan their calories, especially their carbohydrates around their training days. When I say people, I mean people actually, you know, do calorie cycling. Um, I'm fine with that, to be honest with you. I and think I'll it's more sustainable, why. to be honest. I don't, I don't yeah. know if this is something that has to be prescribed because it doesn't sound like it's a very low, it sounds like it's a bit of like a hybrid because you're eating like normal calories most of the week and then a couple of days you're just severely depleting yourself to aid in weight loss. Yeah. So I mean, it's one of those things where, so with the very, very low calorie diet, that 800 calories or less is every single day, I believe. I think so anyway. Am I, am I correct there? Hopefully. Um, but like, um, yeah, that's like every day on a daily basis. Whereas with the calorie cycling, it's not every day. So, you know, throughout the week, you can still get your micronutrients in. You can still hit your protein intake. It's not like you're going to struggle every single day to kind of hit your, you know, hit your overall macro, macros. You know what I mean? Being constantly hungry... Surely you know you're doing it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, but this is, that's why I think this one's better because you, you're less likely to go off the rails because you know one day you can have a shit amount of food, but then the next day you know you can eat normal again. So it's kind of like yeah. it doesn't put you off too much. It makes it a bit easier to maintain, I think. Yeah, but that's the thing as well. It's like I, I, I've known people. I have known people that have done that not just for entering a calorie deficit, but actually maintaining their weight as well. Yeah, yeah. So like even then they get like mega calories. Uh, admittedly, the people that were doing that were into the whole like if he thing. If I if if, if, if you fifty fifty miffy, yeah, if it fits yeah. my macros. So you know, like the stuff they were eating on their high calorie days was just like all the good stuff. And when I say all the good stuff, I mean all the awful stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. All the stuff that makes you go. Mm. Mm. The kind of stuff that makes you need to go on a very low calorie diet. <laughs> yes. By the end yes. of it. Yeah, by the end. Do you know what I mean? yeah. But it's one of those things where, like, even though it could be rough at first, we always talk, I think we might mention it with fasting, but basically you will kind of mentally adapt to it. Um, I'm assuming with a very low-calorie diet, you know... It, I don't think you can mentally adapt to that. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking oh, rough. That would be really that's rough. That's not fasting. That's literally starvation. That is, that is, that is like, as we said, it's a, last, it's a medical medical prescription to as a last resort. Not but here's the thing as well. What we've got to consider is people in... Actually, no, do you know what? I'm going to cancel my... I'll tell you what I was going to say, but I'm now going to disagree with myself. <laughs> I'm having an argument with myself here. This is a first. I was going to say what you'll find is with people that are obese, because they have higher body fat percentage, they hold on to more leptin, and leptin controls your hunger. So leptin will tend to make you feel more satiated. But here's the thing. Obesity can also make you leptin resistant. So do you know what, Tom? You're a fucking idiot. Just yeah, argue with myself mate, sacked. here. Sorry, mate. Off you go. Off you get. Yeah, Stop I'm me. sacked. The first time I've had to argue with myself, that's how good I am at quickly thinking. I'm arguing with myself. because <laughs> you're a coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the critical coach. I missed out on that username. Fucking hell. Uh, Andy, so I think one of you mentioned it earlier about eating disorders, and this is something that's really important because the NHS actually states on the on the website when they talk about these very low calorie diets is that this diet is a hundred percent you know periodically not suitable for people who are under 18 pregnant 
breastfeeding and as we as I just said eating disorders so if you suffer of eating disorders you've got a past of it they will not prescribe you on these diets and that's the problem is that people on social media who may have a so uh, have an eating disorder because they're not getting the right guidance and they're just going on these 21 day challenges it's going to make their situation worse well this is it most people don't know they've got a fucking eating disorder until it's at the no, no, they very don't. bad bad point until like fucking high chance that someone else points out you know you think you're doing something that like your 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 disorder might be the 21 day challenge that you're just yeah. repeatedly just hitting this 21 day challenge and you know because- what sometimes people don't know they've got an eating disorder that's what Andy just said yeah and with that 21 day challenge it's one of those things where, well what if you relapse and you're just constantly going back to 21 day challenge and you're in that vicious cycle let's look at look at Ricky Hatton yeah he yeah. he he had to shred weight fast didn't he because he was never down like that low mm. And he and he used to fucking bulk up hard, didn't he? Where he would just be allowed to like smoke, drink, and eat pasta. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you look at him now, though, look at him now. He's, back, he's and back he's to fucked, isn't he? Me. He's fucked. Yeah. And and they talk about they talk about this uh, this boom bust situation in body weight. It's fucking not good for like later on in life, you know. And th- and that's what we look at. We look at everything. Is is not now? It doesn't matter about now. It, it's it's longevity. You know what I mean? So for me, my, my goal is I don't want to be assisted having a poo. Do you know what, though, Andy? That's, um, <laughs> that's, so I squat. <laughs> that's, you know? a weird, that's a weird one. But like uh, with Ricky Hatton in particular, it's one of those things where it's almost like his motivation for being fit was just simply because of his career. If he didn't have boxing, I think he just... He's, would let himself go. He wouldn't really care about it. So he had like we'll that extrin- now, Tom, he's a bit large now, yeah. isn't he? I think so here's the thing. He had that extrinsic... And the thing is, this, this was kind of the same with Mike Tyson from what I've seen of him in like interviews and stuff. And that was that he actually hated training. But that's to talk about Mike Tyson. But if I'm going back to like uh, Ricky Hatton is that they had that extrinsic motivation. So they wasn't motivated because it's, you know, this is, this is something I want to kind of do for myself. It was like, well, I have to be fit. I have to drop the weight because it's part of my job, basically. You know, it's my career. Whereas realistically, he wanted to leave. He, he kind of has that hedonistic lifestyle. No, see, I don't. I don't know because I'm looking at it like his goal was to be a, a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking world's best boxer or whatever, or be a title. I don't know the title or whatever. So his requisite, his prerequisite, was to be a certain weight. Yeah. Now, if he's fighting that. You see it all the time on UFC. They're like getting the fucking getting the getting the sauna. We're sweating this out, and you <coughs> yeah. see they're in shit state trying to make this weight. So it's not a natural thing to cut. I don't think it's a natural thing to cut that much weight that fast. They tend to go for dramatic processes, especially in regards yeah, to yeah. And, and I look at this yeah. and, and I look at this twenty-one day as a dramatic yeah change, you know. And I don't think it should be done. Like look, we we've summed it up in the sense that this is. Doctors, doctors are doing and this. Boxers, mate, they'll have coaches. They'll have like a team around them, yeah. and like helping them. They won't be doing it on their own most times. In regards to boxers, a lot of it is they they want to kind of shed that water weight, isn't it? As well, whereas with like the twenty-one day challenge, etc. Don't get me wrong, they are going to shed water weight, but what they water weight? Sorry, not water weight, but what they are inherently looking for at the end of the day is body fat loss. Yeah, but I think maybe some people aren't understanding these these. Slight differences, like this, this, yeah. In in the sense that because it's a quick fix now, yeah, they want to do it now. Where we all know that all these things happen, yeah, 
Like nothing's nothing that you can like. If you look at a thirty-year-old male that's morbidly obese, it's taken him thirty years to get to where he is today. Twenty-one you know, days ain't gonna sort that out. <laughs> so twenty-one days ain't gonna, you know, and repeatedly doing a twenty-one day challenge isn't gonna do, sort you that out. You need to make a, you need to make a sustainable lifestyle yeah, change at that point. It's, you, know? you know, no doubt, but psychologically as well, you have to. It's not just a simple case of just sitting. Oh, you know, exercise. Oh, what is it? Move more, eat less. Oh, yeah. Okay, top PT. Shut the fuck up and sit down. We know that it's a lot more complicated than that. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to say it, Bill. Don't worry. I've already I've already used my buzzword once today. It's social economics, mate. I'm o- I'm only oh, allowed one. Andy, you're sacked as well. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm allowed one, but Andy's allowed. <laughs> Andy's allowed to say as much as he wants, so he can yeah, say it for me. But no, I mean, it's things like education as well. It's about actually when we say a lifestyle change, it's also about psychologically finding that motivation to do this stuff as well. Well, and th- th- this is another gripe that we should do an episode about. It is about PTs, is about trainers in this environment. That the fact that they, I do believe, they should be not dime a dozen. They should be held yep. at a Agreed. very accountable, and and it should high be standard. harder, a high, high standard. standard. Not yeah, really I know, I, know I mean, and I mean a standard like on the PTIs course. They didn't. They didn't care about the 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 test as such. What they cared about is as how are you? You know, you was you was a coach, you was a fucking in 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 trainer, and like how oh, yeah. you the knowledge that you did have, how you like got it out to people, and that that's what like my instructor cared about most. He's like, look, you can fucking ace these tests, you can fail these tests. Doesn't mean that you're good or bad. I want to see you on on the shop floor giving these lessons and, and seeing how it's done, you know, yeah. attention to details when it's, when it's really meant to be done. And this is where I think you, you can give fucking anyone a ticket to say you're a PT. That's why the, the, um, the shelf life of a PT is two years. Yep. It's overly saturated because, market. As yeah. Well. Because <laughs> it's, because literally anyone can become a PT. I was in a room. Bar is of, set mega low. Yeah. I was in a room of something like nine people. We all passed. Because again, it's just like that Herbalife. They're just trying to plow people through. Yeah. They don't care. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because guess what? In a year or two, you're going to start struggling. So you're going to start funding boot camps or this or that or you know what I mean. You're going to spend more money to stay more relevant. Even less educated than those people who are in the room with you, Andy, doing Herbalife, prescribing these 21 day challenges to people who don't need it, and that's the fucking issue. Is this this is this is a medical a medical prescription? The very low calorie diet. It's not a fucking a fat. It's not a quick diet to lose weight. It's a medical treatment. It's a medical. It is yeah. it is well out of our scope of practice as PTs. But even then, here's the thing. I I'm more fucking educationally qualified than the people that are fucking prescribing this in the 21 day challenges and stuff like that. But I would not fucking dream of doing it. No, no, no way. I'm listen. Wrong, Day in, day out, I'm balls deep in research. Do you know what I mean? But I would yeah. not feel comfortable, you know, especially in regards to ethically, I would not feel comfortable, you know, prescribing extra, uh, very low-calorie diets. It's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, lads, we'll sum up then. So I think the important takeaway is that just to keep, keep, we keep mentioning it, but it's to harp on that, is so it's a medical diet. So, you know, if you're looking at the, if you're seeing these buzzwords on the internet or you're seeing all these headlines about losing this much weight, you know, and that it's, it's, but they go back to the old saying, if it's too good to be true, you know, if it sounds too good, it probably is, you know, and that, that's, that's, that comes, that's what it comes down to is that you need to be really careful. And if you see something that tells you to have, you know, 800 calories or less, then you need to go see a doctor before you even think about doing it or, you know, get in touch with, I want to say, a decent PT 
not a fucking shit one and maybe they can you know better educate you on the, the risks of these of these kind of diets if, if you're at the gym and someone tickles over to you and they're not in a white coat they ain't got a stethoscope and they haven't got a qualification <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, they're you, a doctor you, you ain't got to attack don't fucking me. listen to them <laughs> yeah. i feel attacked that's my new no, gimmick. Yeah. That's it. Tom's just fucking shedding but no, out. But Tom, <laughs> Tom's a coach now, isn't he? <laughs> coach Tom Reardon. Basically, people can get in contact with you now, can't they? Email the podcast. Ask for Coach Tom Reardon. You don't have to be licensed to wear a fucking stethoscope in the gym, okay? I do what I want. <laughs> As you're squatting, I just hold the stethoscope to your bum cheeks. Like, I want you to breathe in for me. <laughs> oh, oh. That is, a, that is high calorie, that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus. Oh. On a serious note, lads, point. though, um, for anybody listening, if you if you want a bit of help, you know, on losing weight and you, you've seen these headlines and you think, oh, that might be good, I might be able to lose some weight quick, don't fucking do it. I'd rather no. you get in contact with us and speak to us, you know. We've, we, we, we're we not going to teach you anything stupid. It's a long, long journey to change your lifestyle to lose weight and that's what's but we important. are happy to help. And if it's out of our scope of practice, we'll just simply say, speak to your GP. Speak to yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not going to fucking try and sell you a twenty-one day challenge like some fucking nutcases would. Unless you want a thirty-one day challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> that extra ten days teaches you all of your sustainable habits. Yeah, five days before, five days after. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck so. Any more closing points, lads? Or are we, are we, are we happy? Yeah, um, herbal lifers. If I've offended you fucking come at me <laughs> we'll have a fucking tear up <laughs> behind nando's i don't mind i'll be up for it i'm well up for it uh yeah nutrition i hold e- even though i'm fucking terrible at it um because i'm just a fucking guy that just likes to eat anything and everything in, in sight um but yeah really really look at like what you're doing and how you're doing it that's all, that's all i can say all right it's it's fucking you you don't get it done it's not a 21 day challenge it's ge- it's genuinely a lifestyle change so yeah message coach tom reading because he's now he's a top coach now so you can you can message coach, him and help you out he will prescribe you the new 31 day challenges 801 <laughs> calories, <laughs> 801 uh, calories. How many calories in a uh, skinny candle tom <laughs> <laughs> oh Minus this taking back to one of the early episodes. No, no, no. Minus eight hundred and one. <laughs> Minus eight hundred. Yeah, when you shit out wax, half your intestines come out with you. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because the candle is the, the wick still stays at the top. So once you've eaten it, you've just got to <laughs> light it. Yeah. <laughs> the people who haven't heard that episode about skinny candle gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking about now? Talk about candles and like minus candle." They're gonna be so confused. We did do an episode <laughs> where we spoke about skinny candle. But... I'm gonna I'm gonna create a website solely on fucking skinny candles. It's got a 21 day challenge. Get it down, yeah. We'll leave it there, lads. I'll speak to you next week. Yeah, enjoy, guys. Stuff. Take it easy. See you later. As always, thanks for listening. You know, sustainable weight loss is a journey. You know, and diets like these that offer a quick fix are simply not something we'd recommend. Of course, we said, you know, if your doctor's putting you on this, then it's for a good reason. But John Smith, the fucking Herbalife rep, you know, he's just a scumbag trying to make some money at the expense of your health. So stay alert, and if it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. You can always get in touch with us, you know, do not hesitate, get in touch, and we can always give you more advice if needed. Before we sign off the week, we'd like to remind you to ensure that you are subscribed to the podcast to ensure that you stay up to date on our weekly releases. If you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts, it'd be really great if you could leave us a cheeky little review and a rating. You know, this really does help get the podcast out there into the world. Anyway, we will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode.
See you soon.